The following podcast will contain graphic, disgusting, crass, foul, mature, and immature content. I am Roscoe Tim Toscobble, a half-elf rogue, and I miss Grace terribly uh, when I have time to miss her between hiding and stabbing. This is Sir Colvick Darkseed, half-orc cleric, and I'm really wondering, whatever happened to Hot Carl? Melvin Hardmeat, High Elf, Wizard, son of Philip Demetri, son of Gillisir, Master <laughs> of the Free Company, Defender! Of his enormous manhood, a shining example of chivalry and champagne. Previously on the Very Good Adventuring Team. The one thing we did not do, actually, is it must make a constitution saving throw at the end of its turns. And if it saves or fails three times, it is turned to stone. Hawkex is now turned to stone. We gotta get out of this place. Because it's the last thing you'll ever do. <laughs> Wait, so you're saying this is the end? I have an idea. My turn, I'd like to poop. I was reaching for the bag of four magic beans, grab whatever's in there, and smash it together with a turd and make a ball. <laughs> I'm just, like, just going to say, like, you, you could have just put the like picked up the poop with the bag or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I put it inside. I was thinking about making an area just large enough for one tentacle to uh, make its way into the boob. You want to fast forward through the remaining, what would that be, seven minutes of prismatic wall? No. I actually don't know what the goal is. Do we need to kill these things or do we need to get out of here? Well, it's, I don't know why, like, I feel we, like if we, we kill these things, what I don't know what magical thing would happen once they're all dead. They would still be squirmy things doing things. Well, enough power to get through the conduits, I'd imagine, to power the chalice. Is that what's stopping the chalice at the moment? The chalice seems fine inside of its its own little... That's kind of... Wow, so I didn't a, realize there's like three layers of shielding basically around the chalice at this point. You can tell that these things are feeding like off of the energy that seems to be going through the tubes into the platform, but you can't really... And you guys rolled some insight, and I'm just going to kind of roll that in a general perception and figuring out what's going on. Like, there's not really uh, any dramatically negative effect that you can tell from these things feeding off of this energy. So it seems like it's already charged and ready to go. Uh, you're about, what would we say here? You're about three and a half hours at this point into the total of six hours that the chalice is going to take to charge. Gotcha. So there's still another two and a half hours left before the ceremony ends whatever that means understand now yeah i apologize i could have been clearer about all this but so that's uh that's where you're at you've got two and a half hours to go as far as goals go i can remind you that the reason you guys came down here was because these tentacle beasts were attacking the tube thing in the middle where mm -hmm. the kids and the chalice were i thought we fell in here because we were trying to kill enrique um well, one person, <laughs> one person fell, having tried to take a swipe, and then got thunder waved in. Yep. Gotcha. Uh, and then we tried to save that one person. You did. You succeeded. It was a team effort, too. There was some uh, water bottle uh, spraying that softened the last part of your fall. Whose turn is it? Mine? Yeah, fuck it. Let's say it's Roscoe's turn. Yeah, well, I suppose. I mean, the last thing that happened really was Colvick's. Yeah. Uh, How far down in this hole are we? It is about a hundred feet up from where you are to the hole that leads back outside of the mountain. Teleporting up, back up to the top. Uh, Melvin, does teleportation, is that prevented by the, the prismatic wall? I think it depends on where, it's the destination of himself, I would think. Oh yeah, didn't we read something specific about this that if you Oh, wait, but you can also say who goes in and out of the prismatic wall, so... 
let's just hand wave over that for the time being and just say, yeah, go ahead. Roscoe can teleport himself out. Right. <laughs> Fuck off, guy. <laughs> like, you're, just, you're just leaving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm I mean, bored. Somebody's got to live. <laughs> oh, I can shoot my arrows down in here still, can I? Yeah, yeah, you could do that. It's also <laughs> safely, <laughs> safely shoot your arrows. Safely, also, there's safely. Uh, those guys up there. Can't, can you teleport us all out of here? Well, now that you say it, I already <laughs> teleported. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you don't consult anybody on anything. <laughs> well, I'm a rogue. <laughs> rogues, they're called, like, committee persons. <laughs> they're called rogues. Thanks for killing my family. Later. Sing. I'm going to put these shitty beans here. I'm going to uh, teleport out of there. I think I have one more use. Uh, that would be hilarious that you guys are just like, well, I think we're safe for now, Roscoe. What do you think we should do next? And you turn around, he's just not there anymore. Roscoe? Roscoe. 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 <laughs> All right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to make this map slightly wider so that I have space to move Roscoe's icon off to the side of it. And Roscoe is now up topside. And I'll use my bonus action to hide. <laughs> you're, you're hidden from view. <laughs> Home free, baby. <laughs> All right, I have a question. Please tell us your question. What's the name of that animal that we created? Two of? A boulette. A boulette. Uh, so when that boulette, uh, the one that survived the gears, um, how what did what did the tentacles do? Did they like swarm on that guy, or like how did they kill it? Yeah, I'm thinking that they just kind of like lashed out and pulled. I mean, did in they a lot all, of different like, directions? Did they all like swarm on him? Like from like all of the tentacles go over there to try to destroy that guy, or what happened? I would imagine that it jumped out onto one of those big tube pipe things that's going into the central platform, and the two tentacle beasts that were on either side of it tore it to shreds. Gotcha. And the tube the children are in are they holist top, or is it is it actually just like a, a bubble tube around them? Completely. It is a cylinder, so it's got a okay. it's got a top, a flat top, but there is a top. They are encased. They are encased. Mm -hmm. Okay. And slightly chipped. It did get hit a couple times, I think. Hard to remember this many magic beans into combat. How many times the tentacles have whapped the tube? But other questions, other thoughts, other actions or activities. Uh, what? what uh, is it going to be like my turn next? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. I'm gonna allow the boulet that's currently in the prism or the, in the boob with us. Oh, suddenly uh, it's French. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, allow him to peacefully pass through the prismatic wall. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, and then you're like, shoo, go on, go on, get, boy, get. I, I don't want you here no more. I don't I don't want you here anymore. You just go. Get out of here. Like a tearful scene where somebody's trying to get their dog to run away at the end of a movie. Um, what do I have any idea what a boule would be afraid of? <laughs> Stop saying boule. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. A boulette. It's a burrowing creature. So maybe like purple worms. Yeah, it's got tremor sense. Uh, yeah, sure. It's it's scared of purple worms. Okay. Well, I'll just make a little image of uh, purple worms scared out of the scared out of the boob. Why don't you give me a performance roll? Actually, just give me your uh, give me your like fucking d20 with your spellcasting modifier, because you're using magic to make this happen. So mm -hmm. that'd be a twenty-one. Twenty-one. You successfully conjure an image of a writhing mass of purple worms. And given the choice between tentacles and worms, the boulette chooses tentacles. Oh, wow. He chose poorly. <laughs> 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 the boulette goes tearing out of the boob and gets toe up outside the boob. Sorry. Toe up from the flow up. Sorry, boulette. Goodbye, boulette. 
Robert Boulet. <laughs> Robert Boulet. Anything else on your turn? Uh, no, that kind of takes up my turn, I feel like. Okay. Colvick, tell me about uh, your turn in round 30. As long as we have this, this wall kind of surrounding us, I'm kind of stuck on what what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel you probably feel the same way to an extent. You can, I mean, you can poke yourself out of the boob, but he can't poke his way out of the adamantine shell that's around you. Oh, I made a, well, there's an area now because we made a area for the thing to come in. There's a turd hole. There's a turd hole and a tentacle hole unless you closed either of those, either of those up. They could be the same hole. I'm not telling you what to do with your holes. Uh-oh. But I guess I thought I opened up one to allow the tentacle space to come into the boob. Okay, so it's large enough for us to oh, walk you want, out of. Wait, wait, wait. Let me back up here. You wanted to open up a hole in the boob, not in the adamantine box? No, in the adamantine box. Open up a hole there to give room for a tentacle to jump into the boob. Because before he didn't really... None of them had uh, room to really... So that was that was the intent of that. Gotcha. Uh, okay, so I don't know if that changes your. I, it sounded like <clears throat> they didn't want to come in anyway, but yeah, they're all pretty content hanging around outside. <laughs> so there's so there's a hole in the adamantine box that Kolvik could get through. Is the sound of it right? Mm-hmm. And you could traverse the boob if you wanted to. So I guess we could say that that's how that is set up. But the but you had to make a dexterity check because you had to be like out on one of the beams or something when you're going out there. Well, I think I'm more interested to see what's happening on Roscoe's tent. Roscoe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you hold still. Oh, we hold. We hold fast inside. Uh, we're just gonna plow through all of these tentacle beasts' turns because they are content to just suckle upon the pipes. And here we are in round 31, Roscoe. It's over to you. So what are these things at the end of their tentacles? Tentacles? They're just tentacles? Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's just kind of like a, you can't really see what the core of it, I guess, is, but it just kind of looks like a writhing ball of tentacles. There's probably some mass in the center of it, but whatever it is, it's probably just made of more tentacles. I didn't really think about the anatomy of these things very much, I'll be honest. All right, I'm gonna come to the edge of the hole. And I'm going to take my decanter and turn it loose like a fire hose on this guy on this one and just see if it knocks him off. See what's what. All right, you spray your decanter, even at fire hose uh, levels at this point, you're spraying water about 100 feet down. Uh, And this thing is just a shitload of tentacles that are wrapped pretty tightly around this pipe. And uh, look, it's a good bath. Clean. Thanks for the help, Roscoe. <laughs> You're really doing great up there. Hey, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, I would say at this point, too, uh, Enrique has, like, gone back over and sat down on that uh, chest, and he sees you pop back up. And, Ooh, Logan. Well, that's about it. He doesn't really care to come over and chat with you or anything. He certainly doesn't want to get too close to the hole while you're there. How's it going down there? Not great. Not great, Enrique. You don't know anything about these monsters, do you? They weren't supposed to be there. That's all I know. Okay. That's all he's got for you. <laughs> I go back into hiding. Melvin? Um. Really stumped you guys with my patient monsters puzzle, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All this time, I've been wondering what better tactics I could use against you, and just don't attack you for a little bit turns out all that I needed to do. <laughs> Patience, my greatest weakness. <laughs> so are these, uh, are these tentacles, um, are they, well, they're, they're not stationary, right? So they're just, uh, they're just kind of soaking up energy from around the pipes? Is that kind of what they're doing? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if... Imagine, you know, like if you've got a power cord, there's like, you know, electricity or electrons or whatever that's moving through it to power things, but there is an electromagnetic field that is created around that, um, that conductor that is conducting. And this is sort of 
What's going on here? There's an enormous amount of magical energy that's going through these conduits. And there's sort of a, a field, a, a bleed off of stuff that's coming off of those. And these parasitic tentacles are just hanging around on the outside of it, sucking it up. It's like a, it's like a hot summer day for them. They're just like getting a fucking tan and making that vitamin E. And Do we know if they can be ground up by the gears as well? I mean, they, yeah, they're physical, physical objects that can get ground up. Is it vitamin E that you're making sunlight, or is that D? D. E. E. Eh? Vitamin E? Vitamin E? Yeah, I mean, there's, uh, like I said, for the time being, they, they kind of attacked you guys because you came down here as a, as a new threat, but ever since it became obvious that trying to get to you to do whatever to you isn't really effective, they're just kind of hanging out. Well, okay. Alright then. Fuckers. Um... Any ideas, Kovic? Anybody? Nobody's got any ideas? I was just gonna go full force on him. Next one, just see where we're at. Say vitamin E or vitamin D. Vitamin D. Yeah. Okay, I thought you said D. I was just like, wait a second. Okay. Oh, with D and D, yeah, I was, uh, nothing super <coughs> creative. Alright, I have an idea. I don't know if it's gonna work. Um, I'm going to change the nature of my illusion. I'm going to move up to the uh, northeast side of the boob and I want to uh, have my illusion instead uh, kind of, I want it to encase several. That's up to my northeast. Basically between the two pipes that he's got. I assume that he's kind of on those two pipes that are kind of on the northeast, kind of yeah. sucking up energy. More or less, yeah. So I kind of want to create a, like a platform or kind of like a web that spans between the two pipes that he's between. Something that I can step on, but then also kind of encases him between those two pipes. Okay. I think I can visualize what you're talking about here. So like when you'd have like a, in like a factory or something like that, you'd have the, the catwalks that are metal. Yeah. You're kind of doing that, but big enough to enclose the, the tentacle monster. That I am. Okay. It's done. And then I want to step out. I'm going to cast Incendiary Cloud over top of him. You, Incendiary Cloud. So you step out, and you've made this platform like you can step out to it from where you are, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so you step out and cast that spell. And Incendiary Cloud. A swirling cloud of smoke shot through with white-hot embers, appears in a 20-foot radius sphere, centered on a point within range, the cloud spreads around corners, lasts for the duration or until a wind of moderate or greater speed disperses it. When the cloud appears, each creature in it must make a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes 10d8 fire damage on a failed save, or half as much damage on a successful one. Okie dokie. Creature must make the saving throw when it enters the spell's area for the first time, uh, on a turn or ends its turn there. Okay, so show me where you're stepping out of the boob, you said, right? Okay, so show me where you end up. Uh, I mean, I'm just doing the old, like, poke my head out. I have something to step on, cast a spell back on. Okay. Uh, so... You poke your head out, and... Uh, well, so cast your spell. As in, what does that spell do? Like, damage, do your damage, or what your, what your fucking, do your fucking thing. What was the name of it one more time? Incendiary Cloud. So that is a failed dexterity save. Oh, you have the damage in the chat, that's why. Okay. Uh, do, do, and that is fire damage against Zevril. Fire damage is not something that they are immune to. So that is going to be 63 damage. As you do your 63 damage with your incendiary cloud, having poked your head out of the thingamabob here, uh, Zevril is too far away to do anything about it. Uh, or sorry, is too encased to do anything about it. 
However, Zocats, who is around the corner, has had an action prepared for some time uh, for the next person to poke their head out of the cube. Or sorry, out of the prismatic wall and really thought it was going to be Kolvik, but it turns out it's Melvin. He's going to cast Sunburst. I'm going to need you to take a constitution save of DC 24, which I don't think you can even make. No. <laughs> not on this one. Uh, since you do not have a plus four or higher modifier, you will just fail that constitution save. Uh, unless you've got something else. You've got so many fucking things that help you avoid damage. Well, I think the one thing I would do is use my bracer fucking undo all this shit. <laughs> Alright, uh, so you take 36 damage, and then you poke your head back into the sphere, and then you undo all that damage. <laughs> the round that never happened. <laughs> Do I go back to the beginning of my round, or what happens here? Yeah, I think we basically establish that you just go back, because yeah, you do your turnover. The whole round doesn't happen over, but you do your turnover. I feel like I should just teleport out here. <laughs> <laughs> you could. Can you? Do you have a teleport spell? I could. I think I could. I don't have a teleport Clue spell. Clue your way out of here. But I think I could get out of here, perhaps. Um, we're totally boned. <laughs> oh, wait. I gotta move your fucking... Your box back there. There you go. Close enough, anyway. Didn't, didn't know these things could cast spells. Did it to us once already. That's trouble with having a two-week break in between rounds of combat. Mm-hmm. Tends to lead to forgetfulness. Usually it's me forgetting shit, not you guys. Still Melvin, Melvin's turn? Yeah, we're waiting to see what he does now that he rewound time. I don't know. I feel like I'm a little stymied. Um, I feel like all I can do right now is maybe cast a uh, telepathic bond. Actually, no. How f- You're 100 feet up, Roscoe. Roscoe is 100 feet up. Fuck off. Well, I feel like you wouldn't be able to cast that through prismatic wall either. Yeah, probably not. Can you take over these things' minds and tell them to jump in the gears? I think we established that they cannot be charmed. Yes. I do love the charmed is the word for it, too. <laughs> hey, baby. I- charmed them into murdering themselves. <laughs> totally boned. We are totally boned. Hey, uh, Sunburst has a pretty long range. I don't know if you guys knew that. Probably 150 feet. Wizards know a lot. It's right there in the chat. So for just a moment, there was a blinding flash of sunlight that came up out of the hole near Roscoe, where he's hidden. I'm... Technically, as a reminder, turns are six seconds long. I'm going to cast Greater Invisibility on myself. (laughs) Greater Invisibility it is. Just on you. Melvin is now invisible. And Greater Invisibility is the one where you can take actions and such and still remain invisible, right? That is correct. Uh, And does that one require concentration? It does. Okay. Excellent. Are we moving over to Kolvik's turn? We are moving over to Kolvik's turn. Kolvik! Melvin? Melvin! (laughs) Mel- God damn. Ah! (laughs) To all appearances, it's just Kolvik and two water elementals down here now. And a couple of kids that are looking probably, like, scared, but also really bored. (laughs) They're like our viewers. Alright, so if I... I'm gonna go for a leap of faith with this action I'm going to try to do here. Stun, I feel, for these guys. We can do that. They would just kind of hold fast and maybe even fall off some pipes if they were stunned. Um... Or would they we'll just... roll to see. I, my default, my gut was going to say no, they wouldn't fall off, but if you can successfully stun one, then we'll roll for it and see if they fall off. You see that... <laughs> Because they're like, I, I'm imagining these tentacles are sort of like like octopus tentacles. Yeah. You know, there's like suction cups on there. Mm-hmm. And so they're kind of like suckered onto these pipes. Uh, so I don't know that it requires voluntary action for them to stay held on. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like I said, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt that if you stun them, maybe they fall. I don't like that maybe part. Because the other one would be like, 
two actions. One of them would be stun, the other would be sleep. And sleep, I feel they would fall because they would be like loose and loosey goosey. I'm not sure they would like hang on. They're, well, they have suction cups. Uh, that's possible, but yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna slide you the DM favor here and say I don't know that you could cast sleep at a high enough level to put one of these things to sleep. They have a lot of hit points. Oh, I want Because uh, uh, the regular level of sleep is 5d8, and I think maybe you get like another d8 per level or something like that. I haven't looked at sleep in a while, so I don't remember. Well, if I look on that, I was planning on doing symbol. And symbol, oh, I was... symbol's got a more powerful one, yeah. eh? Sleep. Each target must make a wisdom saving throw. It falls unconscious for 10 minutes on a failed slave uh, save. But a creature awaken if it takes damage or someone uses an action to shake it, slap it, or awake. So, I mean, once it falls in the gears, can it get back up? That would be the big thing. Maybe. I know. So, I don't know. How I mean, I will reiterate, this yeah. is D&D, and you and can always try. Always try, exactly. That's I why I punch the moon! <laughs> <laughs> That's why stun would be the better choice. <laughs> Stunned indeed. Stun that train of thought. Kovic is stunned. <laughs> <laughs> stunned would be the better choice because they wouldn't be able to get out. Yeah, they would remain stunned. Mm -hmm. Oh man, plus five stink damage. <laughs> <laughs> Farts aside, Kovic, tell me about which version of symbol you're going to use. Tell me about your symbol. And whereupon you will cast this symbol. I think I can. I think I can. Look into my inventory real quick and see what kind of stuff I can symbol upon. Because I can symbol upon the ground. Never mind. We you can symbol that. upon just about anything. Yeah. I'm going to symbol upon a pipe here. 5, 10, 15. I symbol on my wiener. <laughs> but I need you to make a constitution saving throw. That would be a constitution and dexterity. All right. So you are going to step out of the boob, yeah, and then you're going to cast symbol, yeah. I have to touch the pipe, yes. To touch that pipe, Mm-hmm. and then you're going to scurry back into the boob. Yes. All right, so what's going to happen here is the first thing you're going to do is you're going to make a uh, constitution, sorry, a dexterity save Okay. to see if you can stay on that pipe. There's a big, round, smooth pipe. That'd be a... With dexterity, 20. Excellent. You are able to remain upright. Mm -hmm. And then you are going to cast your symbol there will, on the pipe. I will cast it on the pipe, and I will cast it as sleep. When you are casting it as sleep. Excellent. So here's the other things that are going to happen as you step out of the tube where you're at. Yes. The first thing that's going to happen is Zocats is going to cast that sunburst just like before. Right. Can you pass a DC 24 constitution save? Uh, with a critical success, I could. Okay, let's give it a shot. I do not pass it. Do not. So I'm going to have you take 38 radiant damage from that. And because you are within range of both Fowlers and Katiak, they are going to tentacle whip you as well. So your first tentacle whip uh, is a 27, which I believe would hit you. If, uh, oh, okay, now when I hit okay. And this is just the reactionary. Uh, this right now is a Fowler's reaction. The, uh, sorry, the Sunburst was Zocat's reaction. We're now getting a Tentacle Whip from Fowler's reaction. Okay. And so what am I rolling for again? Uh, you're not rolling anything for it. You're just going to, with a 27, take a grand total of 15 damage. Okay. And then... Uh, do, 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 it looks like Katiek is going to miss with a mere 15 on that attack roll. Okay. So you took 38 damage, then you took 15 damage. Okay. And now you're going to scoot back into the boob? I'm going to scoot back into that boob. Boob scoot and boogie. So what did you do? I put down a glyph right there where I was. And so if they get into that, it will cause them a sleep within a 60-foot radius. Oh, okay. And if I see that right, 
he is within that 10 feet. Let me just look and see where the fucking sleep thing is in this massive wall it's of fucking one. test. It's the last Oh, thank God. Okay. Sleep. So that'll trigger when one of them moves. Okay. Um, that sounds like a whole bunch of turn for you. Hello there, VGAT fans. Is today a great day for you? I sure fucking hope it is. I'd like to remind all of our lovely listeners that we are at VGA Team on Twitter, and you can definitely find us on Facebook under the Very Good Adventuring Team. You're welcome to follow us on both to get the occasional update and reminder about the show. As we get ready to kick off the second campaign, you'll probably hear from us a little more often on there. We'll probably do things like recommend you visit thevgat.com, our delightful website, so you can see the artwork we've had done for the show, and other such fun things. You can also find a link to our Patreon there. Patreon helps us cover the costs of producing and distributing the podcast first and foremost. In fact, we just got to use some of that support to pick up the new microphones and headphones that we'll be starting up the new campaign with. So, you know, hey, there's a genuine honest-to-goodness difference that gets made there. We're also going to continue to do the thing we've been really, really happy to be able to do, which is commission artwork for the world. We've been able to commission work from the amazingly talented desks of Christopher Spence, Luca, aka Wizard Thief Fighter, Megaten, Schaefer Brown, and most recently, the fabulous Minerva Fox. Seriously, folks, if you haven't been by our website to check out these artists, I really encourage you to do so. And please check out their other work. Not only were all of these people super amazing to work with, but I find them to be exceptionally talented. Okay, friends, that's all I've got for you this time around. Let's get back into the action. Zirville is not over there to trigger it. Stacroils is not close enough to trigger it. Hissots is not close enough to trigger it. But then we get down to Fowlers. Fowlers is writhing and squirming, certainly near enough to this symbol, to trigger the symbol. Upon triggering the symbol, sleep. Each target must make a wisdom saving throw and falls unconscious for 10 minutes on a failed save. A creature awakens if it takes damage or if someone uses an action to uh, shake or slap it awake. And that's pretty much it. All right, so unlike the sleep spell, there's no other conditions. It's just you're fucking asleep. So Fuller's is asleep? Uh, What's the range on this again? 60 feet. So it should be all four of them on the left. Yeah. So Zocats, Fuller's, Katiek, and Hisots are going to make Wisdom saving throws. Let's go from the top on down. Uh, They have a plus nine to their wisdom saving throws. Your save is 18. Yeah. All right. So the first one is a 22. Zocats is good. Fowler's is an 11. So Fowler's is going to pass the fuck out. Number three is Katiek. That is a 14. So that's another one. Down. Hissots. Another failure with a mere 11. So you didn't succeed on Zocats, but you succeeded on the other three. So now we determine how does the sleep spell work? Do they pass out and do they fall down? You know what? Let's let's let the gods determine this. I'm going to have all of you guys roll a d10 and if at least two of you get above uh, a 13 or above, then these things will pass out and fall down into the gears. I'm only a D10. Or sorry, not a 10. No. <laughs> 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 so, let's just... Roll so, a fucking dice for the number you can't get, dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Roll for impossible. <laughs> so we have to, the DO's way up. I guess if we have to add them up or something. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm sorry. What I meant to say was a D20. I'm a moron. Roll a d20, and if two of you get a 13 or above, then we will say that these guys fall asleep and fall into the fucking gears. Roll them fucking dice. What'd you get? 
Roscoe, what'd you get? Go. I'm the last one to roll, so let's build up the suspense. Roscoe, what'd you get? I got a number. Okay. Fuck off, then. Fourteen. Four. Seventeen. Nice. Oh. So, through sheer generosity of the DM and your excellent rolling, the gods wanted this to happen. Fowlers falls asleep. Katiak falls asleep. Hissets falls asleep. And the three tentacle monsters fall down to be ground up in the gears. Gears of death. Good job. Yes. Does I smell bad? They smell like nothing you have ever smelled before. Oh, no. it's, it's. I can even smell it at the top. <laughs> <laughs> it gets like shot up there. Like this it's is always it's like the poopiest arena ever. <laughs> it's, it's a diarrhea. <laughs> Guys are still going. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like, you can hear me retching from 100 feet up. <laughs> 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 Oh, <laughs> <laughs> He's going to have to cut that. <laughs> yeah, I had to beep one. You are down to a remaining five. You have killed over half of these things. Um... <sighs> I kind of lost track of where we were in there. I think we're actually on round 32. And for if anybody's confused, by the way, we're on how we're on round 32, by the way, I added just 10 rounds on for the two times we did magic beans. Because a round is six seconds. They lasted for a minute, so 10 rounds, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I'm saying that we're in round 32 of combat. Most certainly the longest combat we've ever done. and uh, And we're down from 12... Horrible tentacle beasts down to five. Uh, one of them is actually, there's still technically six on the field, but one of them is turned to stone. And, uh, and here we are. Let's, let's roll it back on up to Roscoe's turn. All right. I have a conundrum. So I'm hidden, right? You are currently hidden. So if I pop out and attack, I should have advantage. <clears throat> yeah, if I remember right. I mean, you can do a sneak attack. Yeah. But uh, I am 100 feet away. You are? That puts me at disadvantage with my bow. Does that take away my sneak attack? Uh-huh. Uh, I believe it does, because one of the conditions of sneak attack is that you don't have disadvantage, but let me find... But as far as that, like, the reason I think, like, uh, I pop out of hiding, everything I read about popping out of hiding, if you're hidden... You have advantage when you pop out. But also I have a disadvantage at the same time because I'm 100 feet away rather than 80 or less. So sneak attack, beginning at first level, you know how to strike subtly and exploit a foe's distraction. Once per turn, you can deal an extra 1d6 damage to the creature you hit with an attack, blah, blah, blah. You have an advantage on the attack roll. The attack must use finesse or a range weapon. You don't need advantage on the attack roll if another creature is within five feet of it. That enemy isn't incapacitated, and you don't have disadvantage on the attack roll. So I've actually been playing sneak attack wrong this entire time, because I thought that if you were hidden, you automatically got the sneak attack. But you're saying that if you're hidden... My understanding is that if I'm hidden, I have advantage when I come up to attack. I think you're probably right now that I think about it. I just have not dealt with this shit in a while either. Okay, so hide. When you take the hide action, you make a dexterity stealth check to attempt to hide. I didn't make you do that last time because you were completely out of visible range. Following the rules in chapter 7 for hiding, if you succeed, you gain certain benefits as described in the unseen attackers and targets section later in this chapter. There's a lot of fucking references here. Unseen attackers and targets. Combatants often try to escape their foes notice by hiding. When a creature can't see you, you have advantage on attack rolls against it. If you are hidden, both unseen and unheard, when you make an attack, you give away your location when the attack hits or misses. So, you would be hidden when you started the turn, and then you make your attack, which reveals you, but you are hidden when you make the attack. So yes, you would have advantage, um, but your short bow range makes it so that you have disadvantage when you have both advantage and disadvantage they essentially cancel out so you don't have advantage so i would agree with you that 
in real life, shooting down would make your range... I mean, you know, that would extend your range and things would be cool. But I'm gonna say that you guys have enough things going for you. And the range is the range at this point. So yeah, it, you'd have advantage because you're hidden. You have disadvantage because you're over the range of your weapon. Um, so those two are gonna cancel out. And I think, I don't remember the exact rule and I'm not gonna look it up now, but I think even if you had like another advantage, it's not like an even odd sort of thing. It's just like if you have at least one advantage, you have advantage. If you have at least one disadvantage, you have disadvantage. They all sort of simplify down to either you have it or you don't. They then cancel each other out. What's that, what's that fucking math? The, the foil? The first inner outer last? Like, what? how do you fucking calculate <laughs> advantage counts or whatever? Anyway. Um, so yeah, basically, no, you don't have advantage. And if I'm looking through the map, there is no enemy that is within five feet. What was the other condition? That's it. That was it. Advantage or engaged in melee, pretty much. Okay. All right, so... <coughs> Sucky, sucky, no sneak attacky. All right. <laughs> so I use my third charge on my helm of teleportation. <laughs> Are you just trying to go home? Like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, where do you want to be? Uh, back in the Adamantium Square. Or right. just actually inside the, uh, the uh, prismatic wall. Um, so inside the prismatic wall, but not inside of Melvin's thing? Right. Okay. Or not inside of Melvin's adamantine box. All right, you're down there. Hey, welcome back. <laughs> hey, guys. So now I'm going to get back up. Uh, and I'll just chill. Oh, did that thing only have three charges? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, Gala, Uzan, Zokats... All of these creatures have nothing that they want to do at this point. Because, uh, well, they're they're content to just suck. What up, Melvin? What are you going to do on your round? I'm going to change. I'm going to try a little subterfuge here. Ooh. I'm going to change the nature of my illusion into an illusion of me. <gasps> oh. I've and never I wanna, done this before. I want to... I'm gonna make an illusion of me poking my head out of the boob. <laughs> Where are you gonna make that illusion pop out? I'm going to make that illusion pop out uh, in the southeast corner where basically four of the tentacle beasts could see me. Everybody except Zocats. All right, you make an illusory Melvin. Um, pop its head out of the out of the boob for a moment uh, you can only change the nature of it once on your turn right? Correct okay so you make an illusory Melvin the adamantine box uh, isn't there anymore because now it's a Melvin and then that thing pops its head out and uh, Stacroils I don't like that one's name Stacroils? Yeah I went for gross-sounding names as much as I could on these things. Uh, Gala and Uzan would all make tentacle attacks towards you. towards Well, towards your illusory head. And bing, bang, boom. Whip, wop, wop. Whip, wap, wop. Whip, wop, weed up, wop, weed up, wop. Bing, bang, boom. Don't they have to get next to me? or? Uh, they've got some reach. Oh, how far can they reach? Uh, they can reach 10 feet, so I guess I should move Uzan up a little bit to do that. Gala as well. Um, but yeah, they, they can reach 10 feet. Um, oh, whereas Zerville and Zokats are too far away to make those attacks. But those three all snap out at your illusion. The adamantium box move off of the platform? Uh, that is Melvin's illusion, which he just changed the nature of to make an oh. illusory Melvin. All right. Then I'm going to actually pop out of the boob. Oh, whoa! whoa, whoa, whoa. While being invisible, and uh, cast fireball off to the east towards Gala, Uzan, and Stacralis. Oh, <laughs> even worse sounding. Stacralis. <laughs> what is the? What's the range? Or not the range? Sorry. What's like the the fucking blast radius on fireball? Uh, 150 feet range, 20 foot cube. 20 foot. Okay, so you can get all three of those, but you won't hit the other two. 
All right, man. Roll your fireball damage. And it's a, what is it, a dex save? Uh, well, I, should, I should do a dex save first if I'm stepping on on the pipe, right? Yes, you should make a dex save to right. start with. And I forget, does Bless give me... I can't remember. Uh, yes, it is a save, so you would get an extra d4. Oh, add it to that one. And that potion was an hour long? Yeah, that was okay. a long time. That's a nine... I don't know if I have enough here. Right, Ru. Uh, what's my dexterity? Dexterity is three... Uh, 14. 14. 14 is enough to keep your footing, but only barely. Uh, I'm going to cast Fireball at the, we'll say, 6th level. You do that. All right, little dexterity save from each of these dudes. The first one, Stacroils. That is a 18, which fails. A 15, which fails for... Uzan, and a nine, which fails for a gala. That is going to be a grand total of, lucky you guys that these guys aren't resistant to fire damage. Uh, that's a 40 total damage. 120 bucks worth of damage. Not too bad. Not too bad. Cool. So that's done. And then you step back in the boob. Yes. In the boob, you have returned. Kolvik. It is over to you. Witnessing that, I saw all these people use their reactions. I'm going to go ahead and run down by Roscoe, step on front, 25 feet there. Matt, give me that dex save. That dex. Um, 17 plus, 17 fine. Good enough. All right. And then I'm going to go ahead and cast, try the... Um, banishment again at a higher level so i'm going to try to get three of them hot damn i'm going to try to get stracolis uzon and gala banish away yes let's go do that six level just gets you more targets right that's correct your save is still 18 and it is still charisma yep and so it's still charisma Okay, they get a plus four to that roll. They got to beat meter beat an 18. Uh, Stacroils. It's a 23. Does not succeed. Uzon is a 14, or sorry, a 13. Uzon is banished. Is this the one where you have to maintain your concentration so they don't pop back into existence? Okay. Uh, (laughs) With a 19, um, fucking. Gala is able to succeed as well. So you got one out of three, and I've scooted them to the side of the map t- there to indicate that they are. And then I'm going to run back just just the one five feet. I can't run that far back. Cool, cool. So some damage was done, and uh, you know everything's cool there. Cool. Yeah, as long as they just get out of combat. Uh, so you need to. Concentrate for one minute. Why didn't that? Oh, that's why. Because so that's my favorite typo that I make on a regular basis. Is instead of typing T I O N, I type T I N O. So then you end up with Colvix Concentrational Concentratino. Tino. Excellent. So that happened. Actually, can we read that over again? Just because I'm not. It's really strange how it's worded. If the spell ends before one minute has passed, the target reappears in the space it left or in the nearest unoccupied space that is occupied. Otherwise, the target doesn't return. Uh, the target reappears in the space it left or in the nearest unoccupied space if that space is occupied. So it will try and appear back where it was, but if there's something else there, it'll move. It'll appear as near to that as it can. Otherwise, the target doesn't return. Otherwise, the target doesn't return. I guess I'm, I'm confused, like, So, does it come back? Mm Mm-mm. And after a minute. If the spell ends before one minute... Oh, before. Okay, gotcha. I I missed that before part. Okay, that's why. Reading comprehension! Hey! Been reading a lot about IQ tests lately. It's a very interesting subject. Anywho... So... Zevril is... What the fuck is Zevril? Zevril feet away from you. Ho-ho! 
That was real dumb. <laughs> uh, is not going to do anything. Stacroils is not going to do anything. And we enter round 33 of combat. I think I've got that number right. Roscoe, you're back down amongst the bunch. What would you like to do? Um, I can shoot my bow through the prismatic wall? No. I cannot. You cannot. You can pass through it and then shoot the bow. And then hop back in. And I'll run out here and stab this guy. Okay. Give me that dex check, although it's pretty pointless for you. <clears throat> 22. 22 is more than enough. You stay upright and on the tube. 17 and 27. 17 is a miss. 27 is a hit. 10. All right. You can do your... Wait. Cannot. No, you can't do a sneak attack. Cool. I'll run back in. How much damage did you do? Ten. Meanwhile, because you poked your head out and Stacroils had had a turn in between, they get an attack of opportunity against you. They will tentacle whip away for a 23. Should hit your armor class. Oops, hit the wrong one there. That'll do a grand total of 24 damage to you. And it gets an attack of opportunity. Yeah, because you poked your head out, and it used its reaction to attack you of opportunity. Uh... It had consumed its attack of opportunity against Melvin when he popped his invisible thing out earlier, but <laughs> Stickroyles had, uh, had a turn in between. All right. So that refreshes your reactions. Your reaction, I should say. You only get one. I use my uncanny dodge. My reaction has the attack because I can see my attacker. Cool. For 12 damage. All right. Gala, Uzan, and Zokats do nothing. Melvin, it is back to you again. Um. Oh, that one stings. <laughs> <laughs> That's some egg. That was, is that your own brand, or? It's, yeah, and I'm, I'm not a dig your own brand guy. <laughs> Fart, farts all smell bad to me. <laughs> You're cursed. <laughs> you never want to smell your own hot ones you know when they're hot coming out <laughs> you never hot, want to hot, smell. hot 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 uh i will i'm going to may i'm gonna fuck i'm going to um pop my image out again towards the south towards the tentacles of gala and mm. see if they'll fall for my my image again. Okay, uh, so the last time you transformed your image into it, and I think that was probably... Oh, fuck, how am I going to do this here? Um, why don't you roll some... It's not going to just fall for it every time. I feel like we need to roll for this. Uh, so I'm going to have you roll... Fucking... Dice... Deception. Deception. Well done, Kolvik. I'm going to have you roll Deception to see if it falls for it. Okay. That'd be a 16. 16 is deceptively sneaky. Ha. Uh, so you popped it out to the south. Stacroils already used their reaction. Now Gala has used their reaction. To swipe at me? Uh, to swipe at your image. Ooh. Your image has been swiped at. To no effect, but, you know, you've consumed some... You've worn, you're wearing them down, buddy. You're wearing them down, Tiger. I'm going to uh, become visible. I'm going to cast the spell Arcane Sword and create a magical sword. Are you going... Well, are you going to cast it outside of the boob? Because magic can't pass through the boob. But you could control it through the boob. Well, I guess I could do it one of two ways, but can I cast it inside the boob? And then... Can I move my sword outside of the boob? I think you can only... Oh, let's fucking see here. How is this phrased? You and creatures you designate at the time of the at the time you cast the spell. So actually, we shouldn't have done what we did earlier, um, where I let you let the boulette go out of the wall. Uh, it should have probably basically gotten destroyed by the wall. But oh. you and creatures you designate at the time of the spell. Uh, is cast. So there's two things working against you there. One, it's at the time it was cast, and two, your magic sword is not a creature. 
Meaning... Oh. Meaning no. No. So I'd have to... No, bad Melvin. Cast the sword outside of the boob Yes. Then? So we'll be a little lenient with the rules here and say that you can control it out, so like through the through the boob, but you would have to pop outside to cast it. Yeah, I'm looking at this stupid spell. This thing's basically an invincible floating sword, so this should be great. Uh, yeah, so I'll just pop out, uh, uh, you know, a little bit to the southwestish, a little bit. Cool. And those two guys on the southeast part of it have both used their reactions, so you don't have to worry about getting attacked as you hop out. And uh, so I'll need a dex roll. You will need a dex roll. That would be a. Uh... Oh, this is gonna be dicey. That roll. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, 12, 15. 15 is enough to stay up on that pipe. Ooh, Melvin. I'm pretty close to that target number of falling, but so far you've done all right. That would be a dumb way to die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I'll pop out of the boob and cast Arcane Sword outside of the boob towards Gala. All right. Does Arcane Sword... Let me just look at that one real quick. I think that gets to attack on the first round when you cast it? Yeah, it does. When the sword appears, you make a melee spell attack. Yep, all right, so, uh, and it's, wow, on a hit, the target takes 3d10 force damage, and until the spell ends, you can use a bonus action on each of your turns to move the sword up to 20 feet to a spot you can see and repeat the attack. Uh, same target or a different one. So go ahead and give me your attack roll with this guy, and I think, what, it uses your spell attack modifier? Yeah, melee spell attack. 3D, 3D what? Uh, we'll start with the attack roll itself. So a D20 plus your spell casting modifier. That's going to be 19 plus a lot of other stuff. Okay, uh, that'll be a hit. 30 basically. And then uh, 3D10? 3D10. And I'm sorry, which one were you attacking with this again? Gala? Gala. Cool. Gala. Galimara. That's going to be 15 plus 24. 24 damage to Gala. A goodly amount of damage. Are you going to... That's it for me. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm going to send these water elementals out towards Gala. Uh, they'll get destroyed going through the prismatic wall. Oh yeah, that's right. Because I did not announce that, that they could. All right, guys, sit tight, okay? They make they make the me mental note, Kolvik, uh, or future note to Kolvik. Add in the water cooler sound. <laughs> that's that's their sound of acknowledgement. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, jerk each other off, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, you do have your bonus action, though. Oh, no, wait, you used your I bonus used action to... Yep, 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 yep. Yep, 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 yep. Cool. Colvic, over to you. Yes. One minute. I keep forgetting how long is a minute. A minute is 60 seconds. Okay. I'm totally kidding. A minute is 10 rounds <laughs> okay. of combat. Uh, so Ten you rounds. have uh, nine Ten rounds, basically, time. left uh, to concentrate. Well, I'm going to go ahead and... Or as I have it in the turn order tracker, Colvick... Episode 114, Boulet, was released on December 8th, 2019. Join us again next Sunday for even more Buckets of Tentacles on... Vegan! 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 The Very Good Adventuring Team! If we're living in a simulation, I feel bad for the guy who had to program that. <laughs> 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 we need the...
All right, your job this week is the poop going back into the butt subroutine. <laughs> it's not going to get called a lot, but, you know, it might, so. Shy poop. <laughs> We're going to need to make this uh, very reusable, too, because it could apply to animals. Could apply to... We call it unturtling. <laughs> <laughs>